I'm no longer a sandwich artist. I retired, but I was You're just a regular artist. I was now. the yeah. I was the best damn sandwich artist for 13 months at Jimmy John's. Uh, what are the tricks to making a good Jimmy John sandwich? Focus, synergy with your team. Okay, so it's just like broader life goals <laughs> yeah. you can apply to the sandwich making. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing comics for? I started in like. 2011 okay. and like sold my first zine in like 2012 yeah. it's a funny thing if you probably feel like you've been doing it forever now and everyone's like oh you've only been it's only been five <laughs> years and you're like oh no no i i think that i it's been going quickly or i feel i still like a oh, bit. you still feel pretty fresh yeah i'm not dried up yet <laughs> <laughs> you put your first book out pretty quickly then yeah it happened very fast came out in 2016 yeah. so at that point i had only been doing you know for four years or so doing uh, minis up to that point yeah i was reading an interview in the way here and you said you've developed a brand yeah it's a horrible brand that ruins my life uh, and just like any chance uh i'm just very self-sabotaging now or i just am a humiliate myself all the time for mm-hmm. bits and it like lesser lessens my quality of life <laughs> but you know what i'm a true artist so yeah. that's what i need to do you need to suffer for your art <laughs> yeah, exactly you, you say you're self-sabotaging now that's uh-huh. something that happened after the books came out or no just always okay. or i feel like i since i wrote a book called someone please have sex with yeah. me men are just not interested in me seriously or just desperation is very much a turnoff i thought yeah. being honest would help me but it has not <laughs> you would think because being that that most men's primary objective in life that yeah. you just sort of putting yourself out there mm-hmm. you know it's a question of whether or not people think you're br- being brutally honest or whether you're being kind of i mean it's it, it's a little tongue-in-cheek right it's both i like it you know being a little unclear at times most people kind of ease their way into that sort of openness and you really just came out with guns guns blazing it seems like yeah before i did comics i would you know read some and i love reading autobio comics because i like uh knowing people's secrets and like i don't know drama stuff like that or humiliating things whatever but there's also so many really boring autobio comics, yeah. so I wanted to, you know, express myself and talk about how I feel, but I didn't want to just do, uh, I'm sad, yeah. like, because there's a, a lot of other autobio comics that are just slice of life, sad cartoonists. We're all mopey, sad. Yeah, mo- <laughs> yeah, mopey emo comics. Yeah. You do get that sense when you're reading a lot of them that somebody is holding something back. It's not a good quality in pretty much any work of art when somebody's basically just trying to make themselves look good yeah i hate that so much because i'm like (laughs) especially if i like have met or seen the person i'm like you're not like that you suck why are you making yourself look cool in this (laughs) you're you're clearly a total mess Exactly. and then i guess you know also what's the point in doing something if you're going to polish it up like that i mean you need to make it interesting and that's you know that's sort of that other thing of of people there's a certain amount of self-indulgence in in expecting that people are going to be interested in your life oh yeah yeah, so I think I just go over the top. I don't yeah. know. I, I am embarrassed <laughs> a lot about like how I only want to talk about myself, but <laughs> I'm a star, so that's yeah. what I have to do. <laughs> how much of it is actually embellished? Or it seems like you're kind of going out of your way to put put some of the more embarrassing things on paper. Yeah, I guess because I'm reluctant to. I don't want to have to, you know expose the yeah. very kind saint-like men that are willing to have sex with me so i don't want to like talk about my actual sex life <laughs> also because in my normal life just talking to people you can straight up ask me like 
really personal questions and I will answer them. So I feel like there's not really any creative expression to just commit that to paper. I, yeah. That's why I try to push things or heighten my real life. Or It's also I've compared it to like fan fiction where I just like have fantasies of how I wish my life was. Because at the end of the day, I know I have a really boring, like mediocre life. Were you a fan fiction writer? No, <laughs> but I would read that? fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. no, it, I feel like that's probably like a lot of artists coming up today. That's where they get their start. I guess Fifty Shades of Grey started off as a Twilight, Twilight fan, fan fic. fiction. Yes. I've also read a, a Justin Bieber fan fiction oh. that was called 69 Shades of Bieber. <laughs> uh-huh. And what, what were your thoughts really on hot. that? <laughs> but I mean, like, it's also silly when yeah. it's, especially when it's about like a real person versus like a literary thing. Cause it's just like, this is just smut, but you've just put in like, and then uh, yeah. he was done recording a track and then we fucked. Uh, you know. I assume you haven't had any personal interactions with Justin Bieber, even though you write about him not quite yet. a bit. Not yet, not yet, but You're not worried about soon. him being one of those people that's going to be... He seems kind of like a dick, right? Oh, yeah, I know that, like, <laughs> if we knew each other in our regular lives, <laughs> yeah. like, we wouldn't like each other. Yeah. I know his favorite show is Family Guy, and, like, oh. we just don't have stuff in common. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's so cute. Invariably, you know, if you do end up interacting with him and he's, like, seen your book, it's going to yeah. be like, oh, you're that lady. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's like I no longer am as obsessed as I was with Justin yeah. Bieber. I st- he's still important to me. By way of context, when I came and got you, you were putting a Justin, <laughs> Justin Bieber Bieber's blanket down. Yeah. Because it's part of my brand. Yeah. <laughs> I do love him. But at the same time, it's I did play it up for the comic because... I just wanted to see that type of story, too, of, you know... I read so many comics from the male perspective about the ugly male cartoonist in love with hot women, and, like, I wanted to buy shot at it. <laughs> Back to this idea of your brand, how would you define it? Uh, sad, horny woman. Sad, horny woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you feel like now that there's a, a book or two in the world that you need to continue to adhere to that? I don't know. It sucks because it's like, hmm, not good at anything else. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the more I work on it... The more I feel like I'm like hurting my chances at like a real relationship or something. I guess it's been out long enough that you are actually like having personal interactions with people who have read the book. Yeah. I mean, is it actually impacting it? Yeah, some people like there have been a like two or three guys who have been like, "I'll have sex with you," and I did have sex with one of my fans, but he. This was out of the country uh, I shouldn't yeah. say anymore anyways um, but like the other then there was like this one guy who was you're much more attractive than the other, like the BBW escorts on Backpage and my wife would probably let me fuck oh. you and then I like look at his Twitter and he loves like Ayn Rand and I'm like what the fuck like I have very low standards but why wait 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 wait, wait, wait. Should, you mentioned about no granted <laughs> Ayn Rand is the biggest of the several red flags, but, like, you you just spent through, like, four or five of them all the way together. So it's just like, come on, like, why can't I just, like... To you, that was the one thing that was really, like, standing in the way of... Uh, what? The... the his uh, objectivism? No, it was more so, like, oh, he compared me to the fat prostitute yeah. section of Backpage, yeah, yeah, yeah. which fair. I have no problem with, but, like, that's just a weird thing to say. And he was married, and it's like... No, it's like I can get guys. I figured out like I, I, if I beg for it, I can get guys to have sex with me, yeah. but not in the way that I feel like other girls get to experience it, where they're like pursued or like have, guys have crushes on them or like this other like normal romancy stuff that I feel like I'll never 
get to have. So I just like, it's making me go insane. And then <laughs> I just like make comics about it. <laughs> Do you think that because there, there's such a level of brutal honesty in there that people feel the need to be brutally honest with you if it's like talking about their wives and, and prostitutes? Uh, no, I think usually it's like they're much more shy. I think that guy was like an outlier. Yeah, usually people are like, oh, yeah. he he. I'm I, like, you know, a normal comics reader is going to be like more on the shy side. Yeah. It's still like, even though it's been received well, it's still like an indie comic sure. book. So it's not like a million people are reading it. <laughs> is the stuff you're working on in a similar vein yeah i have like a little zine that i did today for cab that is similar it's just more like begging it's called thank you and it's me just literally begging for you to buy this zine so i can afford to hire hire a male escort Uh and like how i how like how what the process is (laughs) who are we to to judge like i i asked nicely before yeah but no one I didn't get what I wanted so I'm yeah. just you know trying different approaches <laughs> it must really sort of change the I guess I don't know if power dynamic is the right term but in terms of when you do actually end up having sex with somebody who is a fan of your work does that color it yeah well it was just one time and yeah. I was like "Ooh, I have a groupie blah 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 and he's like I'm not a groupie like we just met and I thought you were both. you said to him yeah You're and he's groupie? like stop pushing this narrative and I'm like no <laughs> He was just a nice guy, but yeah. um, I don't know, like, there was some other guy I was trying to hook up with online who I didn't talk at all about my comics, but I gave him my Snapchat name, and he, like, Googled me and then saw my book and, like, declined to meet me. <laughs> yeah, that is something that I think anybody who does any form of autobiographical comics runs into at some point is the fear that, like, you are going to make it into a comic in a not-flattering mm. light. Yeah, but it's like, if you just read my comics... <laughs> You'll know that you're not interesting enough to be in them. <laughs> and I don't really talk about my real... I've mentioned my one and only boyfriend before, and he doesn't like it, but we're not on good terms, so sure. it doesn't matter. But I don't. I didn't say anything really bad about him. I just have mentioned that he exists. There is an interesting story, and I don't know like how navel-gazy you want to be in all this. Extremely. Well, then, then, <laughs> then definitely go down this road. But of all the things that have happened because the comic has come out, I mean, mm-hmm. again, I know you want to be productive of people's identity, but that is really interesting you know as as a follow-up to that first book of here's what actually happens when you put a book like this out into the world yeah i assume your parents know you well enough to expect what a comic from you would be like are they this are they surprised yeah my mom is like a huge fan it was hard for her at first a little bit we have a very similar sense of humor and anything that is too risque she's just like mm, i guess that's one of the parts that you made up right yeah you know? <laughs> but my dad less okay with it yeah and will never read my book he's very conservative watches fox news all the time oh no and like i'm sure that that had some impact on yeah, it's why like, it turned out how yeah you did. sorry dad uh <laughs> maybe if i didn't have all these daddy issues i wouldn't have wrote, <laughs> written this book <laughs> yeah. he's not like disowning me he's just like hmm, i guess sex sells like yeah. and that's that and it's always like pitching me like children's book ideas and oh stuff. i assume he's never going to read that book no he's read like one of the mini comics that was in it yeah about Justin Bieber, which is very tame, but it's not for him. I don't no. know. He was just like, he's he's proud of me in the abstract where I'm like, oh, look, I get to like travel to different places yeah. and like, look, I did this interview. Like he yeah. understands that I have some success and is proud of me in that way. And in like a very pure way of like yeah. doing, basically doing exactly what you want to be doing. Yeah. 
how much time are you actually spending working on comics these days? Uh, like, never. Like, never? Okay. <laughs> like, I did the zine that's coming out today that I just, like, started last week and finished, and it's, like, the first thing I've put out in, like, two years. Yeah. <laughs> I work full-time as a secretary, and also I went off antidepressants two years ago and haven't been making work. I've just yeah. been, like, kind of spiraling out of control. Yeah. But I'm trying to rein it back in and um, get back to doing stuff. Well, now, now that there's, like, actually demand in the world that hasn't impacted at all now it's clear that like you're not just spitting into the well or something there are people out there who actually liked and enjoyed it i mean i've always felt like i've had an audience to a certain extent because i started making comics in school so like immediately anytime i'd have to do something the class is critiquing it i always knew that i could like force my friends to read it or you know other students that's different than going on stage and winning a brick right yeah well i haven't done that (laughs) but but you know of actually like getting recognition like literally forcing people to read it no i i know what you mean yeah my agent tells me all the time people are going to forget about me i need to like work on my next book and i'm like i know i'm just sad and comics take so long but yeah why did you get off antidepressants um i was just like i'm like oh i'm happy now Uh, i guess i'll stop taking these and then a couple months later i turned 26 and got off my uh you know family's insurance and i'm not insured yeah that's a dangerous thing about antidepressants is once they've started working you assume you're you're just fine yeah no because i had finally moved out of my mom's house yeah. and my book came out and i'm like i'm unstoppable uh don't need these anymore and yeah. then like <laughs> it's like oops <laughs> your motivation just goes out the window or just like i'm just so self-critical or uh-huh. anytime i try to work on stuff i'm like you're such an idiot gina why would anyone read this yeah. like start over start over and just never finish anything does it impact the energy level too oh yeah definitely yeah. i was on wilbutrin which is like supposed to give you a little more energy yeah yeah i think that affected it too that's why it's important to pursue what you want to do in the face of all opposition when you're in your 20s and you still have that energy to work a day job and mm-hmm. go home and actually continue to create yeah. something right but at some point i don't know how draining your secretary job is but i assume like you said you deal with phones and people all day and then you go back home to your apartment and don't want to like sit down and work on a book yeah it's not it's it's actually a great job but it is just like oh yeah i'm at a desk for eight hours yeah. now back to my desk again so that does you know is a little annoying yeah. i loved when i was a sandwich artist and you know i also had another food service job and that that was more fun i think and like you're using up energy during the day and yeah. stuff. we'll see what happens are you able to actually work on your books during the day um i can like work on writing stuff on the computer but i don't want to actually draw because i'll be like hmm oh i also work with my family so i don't want to be like oops sorry you're looking at me drawing myself spread eagle on justin bieber's face or something like (laughs) i was trying to work on something uh right before i came here and my cousin saw and he's like that's just gluttonous and i think he meant gratuitous i don't know what he meant but he was like looking what i was doing and i'm like sorry please don't look at what i'm doing (laughs) you're trying to work on stuff i mean this it sounds like this mini or this zine happened because you had a very specific deadline yeah no i'm trying to like think this is a step in the right direction where i'm just like i'm trying to like not be so critical and just produce more stuff yeah i always assume it's a hard step to take to move from autobiographical to something more either fiction or you know at the very least sort of outside of your brain but you are at least you have a job right now where you're able to interact with other people and yeah theoretically get some material in the process (laughs) i guess uh 
but yeah, I work with my family, yeah. so I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> you deal with people who aren't your family, or oh, right? sort or, of. No, okay. Not really. Yeah. And mostly I sit in the back room and do filing and stuff. Yeah. But sometimes I'll talk to people on the phone. What's the goal? I mean, do you see the potential for actually being able to do something like this full time anywhere over the horizon? No. <laughs> no? Uh, I'm just not productive enough. It's yeah. like I'm not a, a Noah Van Skyver or Simon Hanselman that's yeah. just like always drawing and loves to draw. It's like, mm, actually, I hate drawing, but this is just like <laughs> a way that I like to express myself. Um, I mean, in my perfect world, I would be able to like put out books regularly but i would i know that i would still have a some other day job i would like to have a better day job someday and maybe some like doing something creative or whatever but uh i don't think i'm ever gonna be like just full-time graphic novelist you Uh, hate drawing i don't know all i do is like to draw myself and yeah well it's good that you're doing that that? yeah i guess how did you actually get into it if you hate the process of drawing i don't know i I went to uh like an science and math school for high school and I'm like hmm I'm bad at this I guess by process of elimination maybe I'm good at art so I took an art class at the art institute and was like okay and I'm like I guess I'll keep doing this and then I went to art school and I'm like "Hmm, I'm actually very bad but like (laughs) faked it through and I don't know I I like comics still though I like the being in control of everything and that I love reading comics it's just I don't know a pain to to draw but I don't know I love TV and sitcoms and so I kind of treat my comics more like a storyboard or just I could never have the courage to like really get up and do stand-up or something but doing drawing is less painful than that there you go. That's Gina Weinbrandt recorded that a while back at Comics Arts Brooklyn. Thanks so much to her. Really enjoy her stuff. She's uh, one of the funnier folks that I've seen come along in comics for a couple of years now. You can check out her work over at her website. It's ginaweinbrandt.com, as one would expect. You can purchase her book, Someone Please Have Sex With Me, over there, or through 2D Cloud. Thanks so much to her for taking the time to do that. Thanks to Gabe at Cab for uh, giving us a spot to have that conversation. Thanks to you guys, as always, for listening to the program if you like the show there are a number of very simple and very free ways to support us you can rate us and review us over on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts follow us on tumblr that's rylcast.tumblr.com send us an email if you have any feedback that's rylcast at gmail.com like us on facebook if you've got a couple of bucks they would uh, be gladly accepted i just paid for the hosting for the year and taxes are coming up so you know couple bucks would certainly be useful i think that's about all i got for this one so stick around because we will actually be back in a number of days with another episode of riyl